Welcome to the Defiant Business Podcast. A business podcast produced by Defy the Status Quo for forward-thinking businesses and savvy professionals looking to defy the status quo of mediocre customer experiences, barely surviving businesses, and haphazard business development. We'll explore best marketing and sales practices, improving business processes, attracting your ideal clients or customers, striking your perfect work-life balance, business basics, intentional inclusion in business, and so much more. Thank you for joining me today. Let's do this. Welcome back for another episode of the Defiant Business Podcast. I'm your host, Ruthie, and we are continuing our conversation with Sylvia Pino, my awesome, awesome social media magician who work, takes on clients for social media, and she also coaches other service businesses who are looking, you know, typically to get started and grow their businesses. And all in all, she is just awesome and amazing. And today you are going to get to experience some of that amazingness because she is going to school us on Instagram. Sylvia, thank you so much for joining me again. Thanks for having me. Before we started recording this episode, we had like a giggle fit. It was weird. (laughs) But hopefully we'll carry that fun energy into this episode because that's one thing I love. I love content that's entertaining and educating. So this one will probably be lighted up the mood. (laughs) Right. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that this episode is going to be entertaining just because, again, I mentioned in the previous episode, speaking of, if you haven't heard Sylvia's first episode, go back and listen to it. Finish this one and go back one. Doesn't matter. But We are going to be talking about Instagram, which I mentioned, I kind of have like some feelings about Instagram and I'm not really sure why. So Sylvia is going to share some of her top Instagram pet peeves and some solutions or things that we can do instead. And then I'm probably going to ask her some random Instagram questions that have just been burning inside of me for way too long. So Sylvia, hit us with your first Instagram pet peeve. My first one is actually the main one and others may keep arising from that one, but it's the whole, and I know you've talked about it in previous episodes as well. It's the whole treating people as a number. And this is usually, I'm not even going to touch on the emoji bots type comments because that could be a whole episode of its own. But what pisses me off the most is when people, you either follow them and they immediately bombard you with messages in the DMs, or you don't even follow them. That's even the worst. And they show up in your your messages requests. They show up there and they are like, hey, I see you're a marketing consultant. I see you're a business coach. I see you're X, Y, and Z. And I know what you need. It's me. Like, hire me. I used to respond to these people. That's how passionate I was about hating them. I used to respond to something like, does this actually work for you? Like, does this actually get you clients? Because to me, it just makes me feel like another number. And what it makes me wonder is how customized is your help is your services, how customized are they if my first interaction with you is not genuine? It's obviously copy and pasted. 
you some of them don't even say my name some say my username and some even go one step further and because i have my email on my profile probably big mistake i get an email with hi and my at username and i'm like please stop doing that if we can take one thing from this episode is please never automate pms <laughs> it pieces, pisses people off don't do it there are better ways you can pay someone to do outreach for you you i'm, I'm giving slides <laughs> already but you can do it yourself it doesn't take that long and the thing is if you just send five DMs a day, but they are genuine and they are to people that you actually want to target, because I'm assuming the, these are bots, right? Like these have to be bots. Absolutely. And first of all, it's against Instagram's terms of services for sure. And I don't know how viable your account will be long term, but that aside, like you're probably messaging hundreds of people and if you get one lead out of that, you're very lucky. Right. Well, and you've well, burned, you you've burned 99 other people. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, I wouldn't be someone to try to cancel you, right? Like, just because you messaged me. But, like, you lost an opportunity there. And if you had messaged me or somebody else with a genuine connection... And I know you've talked about this specifically with LinkedIn as well, when people accept your connection and you immediately get bombarded with messages. It's kind of the same thing. Like, try to do less and focus on quality over quantity. I, that was a long-winded answer, but that's, okay. that's my main pet peeve. I will tell you how they get around the degradation of their account, at least in terms of the people who outsource their Instagram outreach, because the, so I guess that's the other thing to your point, like pay somebody to do outreach for you, but be careful that they're not automating because what I've yeah, seen exactly. in my Instagram request folder is a bunch of accounts that have no followers, no pictures, no nothing, but they message me directing me to someone else's account. Right. Yeah, so it might I've be a coach or something. Yeah. So I think, I think that those people, like the bots, the people who make the bots are creating these false accounts. And then they send as many messages as possible using those fake accounts until those accounts eventually get like disabled because everybody's reporting them for, for spam. But it's just yeah. a throwaway account. Yeah. So it's not like it doesn't hurt <laughs> them, you know? It wastes, wastes their time and likely their money because those apps are fake. Yeah, I don't know. That's the thing. I have to believe that it works to some point. And then this was, this is something I've discussed with people before. But why? I, well, so like, think that it works better on, and I'll call them, I like to call them uninitiated audiences. So you are a marketing professional. So you are initiated into the world of marketing and the tools and the possibilities, right? But if you, if you're, target market is largely uninformed in terms of all the tricks and things that marketers will use, you may fall for that. I definitely, I know. It's like, I know there's better options out there. So I know that's 
And I don't even know if these people are promising me any sort of marketing type of service. I honestly don't know. But if they are, they're bad. (laughs) I think most of the time they're just trying to get us to go follow their client, right? So then when they go back and report the KPIs to their client, they could say, oh, this week you got 100 new followers because of our outreach. That might be true as well. I never, I never follow the person who hires those people though. So it doesn't work for me. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you have a point there. Like they, if they are, especially if they are directing you to someone else, they may be doing that as part of their service that they are probably even targeting you for. But honestly, I, I don't know what, what motivates them to do that. It's probably just the rush of the numbers. I, I told you I was going to come up with a second pet peeve from the first one. Well, don't worry. I got a few we can well, throw in here too. <laughs> this is more on the client side, but also on some, I guess, regular people. It's people that just care about vanity metrics. Like I've had, I've seen job posts for this. I've seen people even ask me for this. And it's like, I want a thousand followers by Friday. I have zero. Like, can you help me? And I'm like, to those people that just want X followers or X likes, of course, yes, they they help. But they have to be real followers first. And they have to be your followers. Like, it doesn't work if you're selling hair products to women and then your followers are bald men. <laughs> Right, yeah. <laughs> Probably a bad example, but if you're either buying followers or just farming them in one way or another by spamming people or whatever it is you're trying to do just to get that number up. And I've literally had a client say, I want to put out my website on X date. Can you get me 2,000 followers by then? And I'm like, first of all, that doesn't make a difference as much as you think it does. And second of all, like, no, I'm not going to do it because the only way I could have a contract with you that would guarantee that wouldn't burn me if I didn't get you those 2,000 followers or whatever would be for me to use a bot or to pay those followers. And I don't, I, I don't subscribe to that. <laughs> to that Good. Opinion. Good. It's would- awesome that you have those, those the values, right? And you can use those values to guide your business decisions. That's awesome. Because you and I both know that if you had taken on that client, you would have felt cringy as hell. Yeah, right? Like you'd I, have been I, like, oh. I would have, honestly, I would probably try to do it organically, probably either burned out or failed. And I'm not trying to do either of those. <laughs> so... That's a fact. Well, I mean, and those those are unrealistic expectations, I think, on the part of the client. And oh, another way people gain those like fake, not fake, they're real people, right? In terms of followers, but the the follow trains that they do in the Facebook group going on for a while. On Instagram DMs as well. Like there was some pod something as well. Like, oh I follow these 10 people and like like all all day every day, like all their like yeah. people in between would like each other's stuff for what? Like if yeah. those other 10 people in a pod with me 
aren't my audience, why am I just farming likes? Because that's what it is. It's yeah. So actually just, just to make sure everybody's on the same page. So I mentioned the phrase follow train. And so you'll see this in business Facebook groups and things where people are like, let's get a follow train started. And they'll put their Instagram link. And then you're supposed to put your Instagram link in there and follow like three people or 10 people follow everyone. Yeah. Yeah. And everyone you follow is supposed to follow you back. Right now to Sylvia's point, it's not necessarily that this is bad. Like, so in my case, if I was in a group that had a lot of business consultants and business coaches, because those have been clients I've worked with in the past, that like following those people might be a good thing. It might not though, because if I'm just following without checking, right? So when I follow anybody off of that list, it's usually somebody that I've clicked on it. I've like gone through their content. I see that, okay, yeah, that's a good person for me to follow. So I still do the same thing that I would do if I just found them organically on Instagram. And if they're not a good follow for me, then I won't follow them. But most people just blindly follow as many people as possible because they want to be followed back. And so that's people what a follow train is. People are lazy and they just want the numbers. Like what you're saying to someone who's been doing that stuff may sound like, why would I even spend five minutes or one minute even on somebody's account if I can, with that minute, follow 10 people? Like that's not the ROI is in their, in their head. Right. Yeah. In terms of like those numbers, the ROI, I totally get it. All right. So another question is follow unfollow still a really big problem on Instagram. Problem as in do people still do it? Yeah. Is it still like people still do it a lot? (laughs) Yes. And I see this especially in my personal account because honestly, I not to say I have a lot of followers. I have a thousand something, but I don't I stopped looking at the people who follow me on that account. But on my personal one, I I see that the most because I really try to control the people that I have in there. And I see when I'm, specifically when I'm interacting with League of Legends posts, I get a bunch of people that are gamers, streamers, cosplayers, whatever it is within that realm, they all follow me. And I'm like, are you expecting me to follow you back to buy something from you? Like, no, I delete the follow. <laughs> I go one step further to delete the follow. That's funny. So, and yeah, they probably don't even notice. I mean, they, I'm not that special. My personal account isn't that special. It ha- doesn't have a post for the past year. Yeah. So the only reason they followed me was because I liked a post. Okay. All right. That's All right. So it last question so one of my big problems with instagram has always been how important looks are right because for me you know looking at some of the like influencers and stuff like that it seems to propagate or to encourage rather like this false perfect life (laughs) This life that has all of the right colors and all of the right proportions and perfect lighting and all this other stuff. And after two years, you know me, I never have perfect lighting. I always have the wrong proportions of all of the colors and everything is always a mess. So I think that that's why 
why Instagram and I never really got on very well until you started doing my content because now my feed looks glorious. <laughs> but I wanted to ask you about, you know, for yourself, for your clients, how do you kind of balance, make that balance, right? Like, is it, is aesthetic still like the ruling king on Instagram? It's funny you you mentioned that because I was literally just on a mastermind call where we were kind of touching on that. And a lot of people on that call were saying, screw aesthetics on Instagram for 2021. Let's leave that in the past and let's start because I've also seen this trend on marketing blogs and everything like that. We're slowly moving away from that perfectness of Instagram that all has to be within a theme and using the same preset and all looking cohesive. I guess the number one thing I still kind of worry about, not necessarily worry about, but try not to do with, especially with my clients content, but also with my own, is not to post two things that look almost the same in a row. I have, for example, this client that those wedding dresses. So we try not to post two similar wedding dresses in a row or two sketches in a row. So it's not too matchy-matchy, I guess. And with my, for example, I do a lot of at-home photo shoots. So I tend to take five, six. (laughs) They look awesome. They look awesome. (laughs) Oh, thank you. But I tend to like try to use up my time and take up like five images on the couch. But then I try not to post, and I've done this once and I felt bad for it. I try not to post back to back two images of me sitting on the couch because then they will look exactly the same. So I guess what I try to do is make not make them not look the same, not necessarily make them all look cohesive. Right. But answering your question, we're definitely, it's not just for me. I see a lot of people are moving away from that perfectly curated feed. Now, the Instagram influencers will probably still have <laughs> a very curated feed, but that's their thing. Let's leave it for them. Yeah. You can feel safe to go onto Instagram and post, for lack of a better word, random crap. <laughs> Well, okay, so so Sylvia noticed this trend in my social media, in my Instagram, but I get really good engagement when I post my TikToks, which arguably don't really fit in with the brand colors, which are gold, black, red, and white, right? But I'll post a TikTok, usually business or something. It's a TikTok that's related to business, but I normally get really good engagement on those on Instagram. And that was something that she shared with me. So maybe that's a sign of, you know, changing times. Yeah. And I mean, it's good to have a balance like with, with everything, right? Like having that balance of maybe some more fun sketches and some educational content, like our marketing Mondays, And some featured content, when you're featured in a podcast, we talk about that. And having that good, healthy mix rather than just posting TikToks or just posting Marketing Mondays because then, like, I mean, it's good to be niche, but don't just post about one thing (laughs) either. 
Absolutely. Okay. So we talked about Instagram and you actually had an offer for the audience. So I wanted to, you know, mention that I wanted you to mention that before we go. Can you tell us about it? Yeah. So I actually wanted to give out to Ruthie's audience as a very great client that she is for me. I wanted to give back to her. I'm offering a free Instagram audit. So we'll have, I guess, a link in the show notes so you guys can grab that. And I'll give you a free audit of your Instagram. Hopefully that will be helpful for you to either continue working with me on your Instagram, a shameless plug over there, or I don't know, go out on your own and try to do it. Fantastic. And you know, I will do, I don't feel any shame about this plug at all. So understand, right? Like as marketing people, there's a reason we do stuff that like that, right? And you're thinking, oh, I don't want to get the free Instagram audit because she's just going to try and be all salesy on me. No. <laughs> so if you know me as a business person, then you have to understand that anybody that I would recommend to my personal network is somebody who has similar values to me. So if you decide to do this free audit, free audit, <laughs> free <laughs> audit with Sylvia, understand that even if she brings it up, she's not going to push you. She's not going to be hard. But if she gives you this audit and you are impressed, that is a sign to you that you should consider working with her. Right. So it's not about being pushy because that's not who we are. That's not what we do as professionals. It's trying to help you make the best decision for you and your business. And if that's not working with her, she will be the first one to tell you. If anything I can mention in the email that I sent out with the audit here, yeah, I do this as a service, but you can feel free to click on that link and ask for the audit because you won't be pushed into something that you don't want to do. Problem. Yeah. So <laughs> if you if you feel like Instagram is somewhere you need to be for your business, do not be afraid to get that audit because that audit will at least tell you it will give you a, a measure. Right. It'll give you your benchmark things. You you know, things that you can maybe fix. I mean, who knows? She may tell you some stuff you could fix on your own and anything you can do to improve your presence online is important, especially in this world where things are so incredibly virtual. So Sylvia, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. This has definitely been a long time coming and it was just so nice to talk with you today. Yeah, I've been looking forward to getting on your podcast for, I guess, the past few seasons, but I never asked and you never asked. I guess we're too close to remember about asking for this stuff, but I'm glad I finally did. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Remember, if you did not catch Sylvia's first episode, the one that was published just before this one, go ahead and go back and listen to that. And we will have all of her, her links in the show notes. And if you got something out of this episode, please, you know, like, share, you know, comment. If you saw this on a social post and subscribe to the podcast, every little bit helps. Thank you so much for joining us today. And yeah, go follow Sylvia on Instagram and her other places. She posts amazing content and she's super responsive. So as long as you're not a spam bot in her DM, she will <laughs> respond to you. Yeah, exactly. Wouldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> All right, everybody have a great day. Thank you so much for joining me for this week's episode of the Defiant Business Podcast. Please make sure that you've subscribed and do be sure to leave us a review if you found this episode at all helpful. And if you think it would be a great resource for someone else, be sure to share it with them. See you next time.